0: What is going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Political Panda program. Well, yesterday was the Republicans' first debate, and I must say, wow, so much came out of it. Well, we'll, of course, talk about what did come out of it. We'll also talk a little bit about the Tucker and Trump interview. Of course, that happened yesterday. We'll talk even more about Hawaii. We'll bring you some fun stuff coming out of Chicago because, truly, what a city of hilarity! Well, talk about some stuff going on in both Canada, some actual good news to end the show, and I don't know why people are doing this, why people didn't learn the first time that it wasn't a good idea, but yet, here we are. So, of course, if you're new here to the program and you haven't already, please consider hitting that subscribe button, following over on Twitter and True Social, and, of course, you can check out all of the links to everything all down below to, of course, go and check out... The articles and sources that we use here on the show for full truth-telling and clarity, we I don't hide anything from you. So, here's the deal. I'm recording this super later in the evening, which means, as of now, Donald Trump has been arrested down in Fulton County a day after the debate, obviously. And so, already, you know, it's already going to overshadow the debate, but already, the debate was overshadowed once again, also by Trump releasing a interview with Tucker Carlson for free on Twitter in which of course is you know amassing tons and tons of video impressions obviously if you understand anything about how Twitter views work it's not like it's not like the 243.6 million people who have you know according to the views on this you know tweet you know it's not like that many people have watched the full 46 you know minute actual like Tucker and Trump interview that's not of course the whole thing here so we have to wonder okay the debate was yesterday and yet we have a we have a we have both two questions to answer who were the winners and who were the losers well before we get to who won and who lost we got to figure out what people were actually talking about during the debate. Now, I would love. I would love to show you bunches of clips and stuff from the debate, but for legal reasons I can't do that. You might be asking for legal reasons. What do you what do you mean for legal reasons you can't show that? Well, according to Fox, the people who put on the actual debate I'm not allowed to show you more than three minutes of the debate, as well as the fact of I can't. <laughs> like, so like I can't I can't do any of that for it. like I can't show you a, like a lot and lots of clips of the debate over and over throughout the whole thing. I can't do that because I'll get sued, and I don't know about you, but I'd rather not be sued over the shit. So, realistically, I'm only going to show you one clip, and we're going to have to just read for the rest of it. So, of course, this is towards the very beginning of the debate. Here was, of course, Christy going off against, of course, Vivek Ramaswamy. I've had enough. I've had enough already tonight of a guy who sounds like ChatGPT standing up here and the last person in one of these debates, Brett, who stood in the middle of the stage and said, What's a skinny guy with an odd last name doing up here was Barack Obama, and I'm afraid we're dealing with the same type of amateur standing in <laughs> yeah. stage tonight. Come over and give me a hug. <laughs> give me a hug just the same, like you did to Obama. Same type of amateur. And, and you'll help elect me just Isn't like you bait did bait to bread? Obama, yeah. too. Yeah, give me that Same hug, type brother. of amateur. Hey, got, hold on. Hold on. on. So, yes. If you don't if you don't understand, you haven't been in politics for a while. Yes, Chris Christie hugged Barack Obama back in the day, and Obama said something similar to this back in 2007 when he was running. So, you know, what what a what a great sort of introductory way of getting into the debate. So, yes. So, there there were, you know, about what the freaking I think it's like the eight or nine of them all up there, all, all on their merry, you know. You have the the great, you know, truly the person, you know. Obviously, we haven't even got through the entire debate yet. But here's the thing: the person who I can already tell you uh, that that won the debate was clearly Doug Burgum. I mean, the Burgumania, even after breaking his Achilles tendon playing pickup basketball the day before. You know, he went out there and he truly broke a leg. The Bergamanium is crazy, guys. You know, the DeSantis train, nah. The Bergamanium, everyone is sweeping the nation. Okay, Doug Burgum for president. Clearly, at this point, this is not paid, by the way. The the Bergamania, the the Bur. Everyone is feeling the Berg. Okay, you know. Move out of the way, Mike Pence. Move out of the way, Vivek Ramaswamy. Get out of here, Ron DeSantis, all right? We don't need you, Nikki Haley, Tim Scott, Chris Christie, all of you. A Asa Hutchinson, get out of here. It's the Berg, baby. It's the Bergamanium. Everyone, never one's ever heard of Doug Burgum. God damn it. Well, they're going to hear about Burgum now. All right? Truly, truly a debate. Ugh. Oh. Ugh. Oh. So so, so what what did happen? So of course the candidates sparked uh, different debates amongst each other of about Republicans and the feeling of you know a national uh, a national divorce or not national divorce but like national abortion policy in which you know obviously very differing opinions on you know how people want to do it you know how we actually you want. You know, what? what is the amount that we want to do to actually do such a thing? And, of course, in that, there was debates amongst that, among others on abortion, on whether there should be, whether there shouldn't be, criticizing different moves of the past, other stuff. They did at least hit at uh, actual Biden's uh, actual... You know, inflation. First statement, of course, came immediately from Ron DeSantis attacking, called the country on, uh, country one in decline. Uh, Biden was also attacked by Vivek Ramaswamy, former Vice President Mike Pence, as well, are just ones that are just fully laying in to the Bidenomics and to the absolute destruction of our country. What's interesting, though, is that, uh, we have former, <laughs> we have Nikki Haley, who's, uh, who also went after uh, President Trump, adding to the national debt, and it's, which de- that is true that there was a lot of debt added in the last you know years of, of of inflation, but those all don't matter, okay. But what did Doug Burgum say? God damn it, he said Biden's inflation is choking us. God damn it, he's right. Respond. <laughs> And our economy is being crushed by Biden's energy policies. Amen. See, the Bergamanium, he gets the people, okay? He He's understanding the people. Uh, of course, over on Ukraine, Ramaswamy and DeSantis both said they would cut off U.S. funding to Ukraine when asked about Biden's request to Congress for $25 billion for the war-torn country. I would have Europe pull their weight. I think our support would be con- uh, c- uh, contingent on them doing it, DeSantis put out there which exactly is the point there is at this point it is a war that needs to come to a complete end and there is no off ramp being offered Ramaswamy of course putting that putting forth more would be disastrous and that a lot of people up there are in or at least them two were in agreeance. obviously a lot of the others are very much full force going through the candidates of course put full force into as well completely and utterly bashing the handling of the border and the influx of migrants. This, of course, is a very big issue, and many, many are, of course, uh, fully going against the people. De- DeSantis already put forth his full-on support for military action immediately against the cartels in Mexico, which is the exact call. uh and- <laughs> Exactly, Hunter Biden and Biden's age were both brought up, of course. Uh, but we can't bring up Trump's age. Don't, don't do that. Don't, don't do that, of course. You know. So, uh, although Pence did take a stab at the younger candidates, of course, because they're just too young. They're too, they're too young, of course. So we, we, we have. There, there's a lot to actually impact. So we're, we're. We're fighting off that. We're fighting off this. In that, of course, out of all of the uh, people up on stage, though, in a, uh, up on the debate stage, eight of the candidates on the debate stage Wednesday night uh, were asked to raise their hands to confirm that they would support former President Trump as the GOP nominee, even if convicted. And, of course, the only person who didn't was, of course, the person that shouldn't even be on the stage at all, Uh, Asa Hutchinson, was the only one to keep his hand down the whole time. Although former New Jersey governor Chris Christie said he wasn't trying to raise his hand. Okay, then. Sure. 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 So, yeah, pretty much everybody besides pretty much those two were going to be the only ones to really raise their hand. Everybody else was like, yeah, no, it's completely. Even someone like Mike Pence, who has literally been trashed and thrashed by the entire Republican base and everybody, even he was like, yeah, no, I... it's still fucked up what they're doing. Yes, has he done some, you know, some things that definitely could have been handled a lot better? Yes. Let's be honest here. Out of the four indictments against Donald Trump, the only one, the only one that is actually even worth any merit of anything on is the classified documents case. And in that case, it should be immediately thrown out for the predicate set by Hillary Clinton mishandling classified documents in the past. Because if that's the case, then Hillary Clinton should have been charged the fullest extent of the law for such a thing. And yet she wasn't. So and uh, Donald Trump in the same way is no different. There is no, there is no, you know, picky and choosy, for who, uh, who gets any of this stuff. Now, the debate also had some shots going against them, in which uh, against Trump. Of course, they of course uh, Mike Pence. Of course, was praised for the first time in his in the last few years over doing the right thing on Jan. 6. Because yes, the vice president does not have the power to unilaterally overturn an election. Okay, there there is no there is no power for that. Uh, they of course they of course got him on his record against Democrats. DeSantis hits Anthony Fauci and Trump's handling over COVID and, of course, for the absolute abhorrent spending added in the last few years of the Trump administration over COVID, which we would both be saying this about Democrats or Republicans during such a thing. It's not even a question. Uh, of course, <laughs> the the media and Dems were also, of course, raging against the machine over... Uh, over the attacks over the uh, the the funniest one came from Jensaki, in which she said no one no one is of course no one supports abortion through birth, except for the fact that they literally voted to do just that just months and months ago <laughs> uh that's that's not." That That is just not a uh, that's just not true, of course, uh Nancy Pelosi also tweeted out Democrats delivered thirteen point four million jobs rescuing our economy by growing the middle class, but everyone at the g o p debate wants to harm working families sitting at their kitchen tables to pay for tax cuts for the wealthy sitting at their boardroom tables. our boardroom tables, not on our watch uh what what is what is she talking about You do you do realize tax cuts actually help everybody right and also for the simple fact uh the the rich in the country already pay the most in in taxes uh, is no one surprised by this uh, no i don't think anybody would be so surprised by this also saying that you delivered 13.4 million jobs is very misleading you actually didn't deliver any jobs. You just, re, you just re-got back the jobs from inside of COVID. And even then, it took ages. It took months upon months for even all of those jobs to even come back after being lost during COVID. Of course, you have Jamie Raskin. Oops, Nikki Haley let the cat out of the bag. Trump and the GOP added $7.8 trillion to the national debt. And they gave the store away to the super rich and spent it and spent us into the ground. So you mean what your party is doing exactly right now? <laughs> I love this one. The, GO, the GOP debate tonight has made the stakes of re-electing President Joe Biden crystal clear. We must do everything we can to continue to move this country forward. What, forward into like the literal hellscape that it's turned into? I'm sorry. I don't remember like, America being this AIDS like four plus years ago. You know, I don't remember it being this shit. Okay, I don't I don't remember it being this fucking terrible. All right, so who won? Who 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 are some of the winners in this debate? Well, truly, you you have you do have some winners from this debate. Nikki Haley, she did a pretty decent overall job. With uh, she's also you know she's She's out there, and you know she she is you know she was out there, and she definitely made a name for herself. She was smart, she was substantive and compelling for a lot of different people in the base. and so you know, she's out here, and she did at least do well, but not enough to change the race. Ramaswamy he came out swinging and honestly he got a lot of attacks on him and he actually you know he did pretty well for uh for uh for you know being a person that is not at all a a politician in any shape or form so it's good to see someone out there doing but still once again still just another one that has been flip-flopping a lot on how his actual takes are As well as the simple fact that it's just, uh, I don't see it happening. But hey, you know, it wouldn't be bad. Pence, who somehow managed to avoid embarrassment, and you know what? He left some candidates red-faced, and, you know, he definitely held his own up there. And so, he did alright. But truly, the real, the realest of the real winners, the man of the evening, the man of the century... The man who has crawled out of north out of out of North Dakota, truly Bergam. He may have hobbled onto that damn stage, but god damn it He hobbled off of it with better name recognition because of the moves have and have been having been warmly welcome at the beginning. Because god damn it, the Bergamanium, damn it, the Bergamanium is truly, truly what everyone is of course of course all here for we're all here for the bergamanium to absolutely uh completely and utterly just take over the world of course trump's only win is of course taking away audience from the actual debate and sending them over to twitter instead except for the fact that trump being there would have actually been better to actually be able to hear from him and actually get answers And to truly and honestly actually make the debate watchable, because genuinely, let's be honest, so much of debates, like, I don't know if you guys remember, if anybody actually remembers sitting through and watching, like, the debates back in, like, 2012 between, like, Romney and, like, uh, like, Obama, they're so boring. But like everybody was entertain like everybody was watching the debate between Hillary Clinton and like, uh, and like Trump back in 2016, like because that shit was hilarious, you know? He'd just go wrong and just completely inter- like there was funny, there was actually like something to be, like there was an actual spectacle of entertainment to happen. Of course, uh, Desantis didn't, like he was solid, but he he's not a winner for not really having a big. ...breakout moment to really get him going. Chris Christie, of course, was going to be an L all the time. He is just a walking fat L. Uh, Tim Scott sadly was not able to... uh, He is sadly basically lost out to both... uh, ...to both the actual uh, Nikki Haley in such a case... ...of where the lane in which they were both down... ...and then, of course... (laughs) <laughs> Hutchinson was uh was there. Uh and that well, they also could of course the moderators were also losers as well. They couldn't handle the the audience, as well as the fact that the other and biggest loser of the entire debate is of course Fox News itself. Okay, it, it's just, it it was not it was not a. It was not a a good debate for the uh, the first one. At least it was something, but it really wasn't. It's not moving the needle. Let's say that it's not. It, it it's not really setting a lot more people in stone. And like in stone, really, it was just it happened. You know. It was there, but truly, the the main loser is, of course. Fox, in this case, just due to the rule that I can't share with you more than three three minutes. Keep in mind, I could show you another about two minutes and thirty three seconds, and I'd be fine, and that's about it. I can't show you anything more than that, and then I could, if I, I could be sued for uh, on this show. So, <laughs> I, I mean, genuinely there is nothing more that just is pain. than that from the simple fact that I can't bring you anything, people who really like were watching the debate closely. Cause obviously I was at work during the debate. So I don't even, <laughs> so like now no one else can really even like bring you, you know, tons and tons and tons of clips from the show and or, like from the debate and really give as much opinion feedback and just show you the debate than ever because let's be honest, a majority of us don't even have like cable news to begin with anymore. Or even if you know some of us in our households do, we don't even use it. Or we live in a family like I do where we have it, but I don't use it because you know I, I, there's nothing on cable TV that I want to watch anyway. So truly, who are the losers of this debate, and who's the biggest one? It's Fox. Okay, I, the the amount of viewership for this, I'm guessing, was not great. It's uh, the debate already was already held back by the fact that Trump wasn't going to be there and that people are going to be watching the X interview as well as the fact that it's the first one and really maybe not as many people are fully in tune with with everything just yet being as we're over a year out from the election so there's really not a lot of people maybe haven't tuned in and turned themselves on to actually being in election mode of course during the trump and tucker uh thing the really only thing i'm going to point out to you is of course trump revealed that of course his top priority and policy priority if reelected for a second term is of course the southern border as of course he is n- which truly is a good, solid focus. Uh, and, you know, I mean, honestly, I. You know, if Trump does get back in the White House, I hope to see an actual major improvement over the first time around. I hope he actually learns a few things from what, like, the things that went wrong the first time and actually go through and actually fix everything that was actually wrong. And clean out the swamp, actually do some things that are promised here, and bring us something. If that is if he is to be the nominee. Right? We're still early, like I've said, not everybody's turned themselves on just yet. I mean, even in for a fact, the first Iowa caucuses aren't for another like they aren't until like January, right? So I mean we gotta wait and see, of course what will happen but uh i'm not i am not holding uh holding my breath so as of now though that is his top priority no policy priority and that's really the only thing that, to really touch on that's worth noting from the 40 minute uh actual tucker and trump interview from yesterday like i said even with him overshadowing it, let's be really honest. Most people weren't really gonna watch the debate anyway, because most of us probably don't even have you know, like Fox News to, to tune into anyway. So, yeah. Bringing us now over back over to Hawaii. So it seems to be that. <laughs> so, what 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 are we up to now with uh with Hawaii? Well. Let's see. Biden visited and then fell. proceeded to then talk about his Corvette, his cat, and really comparing that to the fires in a, a small kitchen fire, comparing that to an entire town being leveled by a fire. Uh, he then fell asleep during a service for Maui victims. Real com, Real compassionate and empathetic guy this one is. Ass. Anyway, apparently though, Those who disobeyed the barricade and road closing during the fires actually survived more than those who didn't. What a surprise. Actually disobeying what they said actually fucking made you survive longer. Not shocked. As of now, there's still at least 114 people that were killed, and there's over 1,000 plus that are still missing. They still refuse to let us know how many children are actually missing still, as the incompetent jackasses let a bunch of children uh, be uh, unaware that a fire was happening, and let them die alone and be burned to fucking ash. Welcome, welcome to America, folks. They don't care about you. They never will. Okay, no matter what side it is. No one cares. No one cares. The names, though, of those people are to be released, though, as of uh, as of uh, later this week, of course, as a lot of people are really not giving out their DNA samples due to the fact that already they're so in uh woes already of their economic situation that uh, now they uh do not believe that their family members are dead and that they will be of course coming back. And so they are struggling to, of course uh of course to get such a uh such a thing. So Truly a terrible situation happening for the people of Hawaii. I mean, Hawaii is having... It's it's a true struggle, okay? Uh, A true struggle for true survival... As well as just pure... Pure heartbreak and... Goes out to everyone there, of course. Uh, But, of course, it gets even worse... So everybody knows FEMA, the Federal Emergency Management Agency, are uh, you know, they they've already told people, "Hey, stop taking, you know, photos and videos and posting them, you know, inside internally." Well, now uh, it has come out that apparently they're staying in 1000 plus dollar hotels over on the other side of the island. How nice. How how nice that must be. How nice must that be to uh have such a, such a great, uh, a great time. Oh. Oh. Apparently about 1,000 female workers are staying at, a four, at four resorts over uh, on the taxpayer dime. Oh, that's great. Well, you know, I'm glad that I can help support uh, such incompetent jackasses that shouldn't be there anyway, as uh, their help is not needed. We don't need your help. We will feel we, Since you already pretty much abandoned them anyway, we'll just fix and do it ourselves. Because go fuck yourselves, you don't care about us, not even our own, our own state government cares about us. So uh, personally, you can fuck right off. And of course the media's reaction to all this is, well, it's they can't figure out what to actually decidedly put upon who's to blame for this. Is it the climate change? Is it the human error? Well, apparently, the Seattle Times has even a newer answer. Apparently, apparently, according to Naomi Aishka, apparently, colonization and the arrival of Europeans hundreds of years ago is the reason why there are still children missing and that they are, of course... Of course, it's the reason why, guys. You know, Europeans coming hundreds of years ago to Hawaii is the reason... That the entirety is just gone. They're they're all gone because of that. Yes, it's also apparently to blame uh, because of, you know, stolen land once again. And, uh, of course, you know, because we just turned it into a tourist spot. Or is it maybe just because, is it not really just a tourist thing? It's just that a lot of... People want to go to a tropical place on vacation. I mean, is that is that maybe maybe not the case? Of course, yes. Ah, ah, yes. It's colonization, guys. It's uh, what what a, what ridiculous nature. Yes, yes. Tell that to all of the people in Maui. Yeah, your 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 child was forced to die alone in a fire that they could have easily been aware of. they would have known because of colonization that happened hundreds of years before they were even born Mm, yes can't you just feel the prevention of such a thing ah good 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 Mm, love that well bringing you back stateside here (laughs) so chicago is a fun place it is i i i have been to chicago before it It is, uh, it, you know, there are certain parts of that city that you do not want to be in after a certain part at, uh, at night. I mean, unless you want to get shot, of course, but, you know, even when I was in Chicago, it wasn't as bad as it is now. And so, so, so here's the thing. So, over in Chicago, you know, how to tell your mayor's even terrible? So... It it how how do you manage to screw this up? So the new mayor of uh, of Chicago, who's somehow even worse than uh, than Lori Lightfoot, Brandon Johnson. Uh, he promised his school children a pizza party, uh, and of course, Johnson partnered with Home Run Inn to distribute pizza on uh, August twentieth to celebrate the first day of school. For, of course, the Chicago public schools. The mayor handed out uh, the pizzas to more than 6,000 students located in the city's south and west sides. Although, here's the thing. When you think of a pizza party, you think of, you know, pizzas that are, you know, like, actually, you know, like, that you can eat. You know, like, maybe getting, like, a slice of pizza, you know, to, like, actually, you know, enjoy. Except... When the children arrived for the supposed pizza party, they were met with the surprise that the pizza was frozen. That's right. The mayor handed out frozen pizzas to children along members of the city's fire and police departments. The children could be seen accepting the pizzas with frozen with frozen pizzas with confused and utterly disappointed disappointed faces. Of course, Many people were uh, were were not at all impressed. That's right. They gave they they gave out they gave to kids just frozen pizza. It's not like they you know were like oh yeah we've partnered with Home Run Inn and we like baked all these different pizzas and like here's here's you know a you know a pizza you know brought to you by you know Home Run in, you know, it's not what they did. They just gave the kids a frozen cheese pizza. Like how how fucking depressing is that shit? You don't even get a hot pizza. You can you can eat the nice cold pizza. You know, I mean god. Like how how depressing is that? Of course, investing in our young people, investing in families, strengthening our education system, that is the pathway to success. That's what sets us apart from other places in the country. We're grateful to Home Run Inn and all of our city partners for joining us as we welcome back our family, staff, importantly, our amazing scholars, starting their year off. Strong depends on our schools as well as our parents and community members. Yeah, blah, 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 nonsense. Uh... I, I I mean, seriously, seriously, you, you throw a pizza party. That's not really a pizza party. It's just a, you, 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 you just, here's a box. Here's a box with a frozen pizza in it. This is what you get. You get a box with a frozen pizza in it. Take that. You stupid child. Like what, what the fuck, man? Like at least, at least just have like hot pizza ready to go to actually be able to enjoy because now you know keep in mind we're still under a a fucking heat dome here in the midwest and and so what yeah so now what the children have to rush home with their pizza because it's basically gonna fucking like spoil the goddamn frozen pizza ah yes the the perfect the gift that keeps on giving Uh, a mayor so tone deaf so woke That even just throwing a fucking pizza party is an impossible task. That somehow, some way, someone could fuck up. Truly, I only thought of two ways you could fuck up a... Like, one of the only other ways you could fuck up a pizza party is if the person ordering pizza orders pizza that, like, no one likes. And now, somehow, the mayor of Chicago has found a new way. Just buy... Just partner with a frozen pizza maker, but then... Just hand out the frozen pizzas, not actually, you know, make the pizza so that kids can actually, you know, have something yummy to eat during lunchtime. Ah, the brilliance, the brilliance, the brilliance, everyone. But that's, of course, not the only thing to come out of Chicago. So apparently, (laughs) I'm sorry, this, this one's just as silly. So apparently, guys, over in Chicago they're asking gang members to hey could you please not have shootouts from 9am to 9pm could you please maybe you know not shoot each other from 9am okay listen we would just like you to just not shoot each other from just 9am to 9pm but then after that go crazy and shoot all shoot each other as much as you want okay listen we j- there's just too many people being shy every single week, and we need you guys to maybe chill out, and so that's why we're all we're asking is between 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. Uh, to just no more, okay? Just no more. Yes, I'm I'm sure that all criminals and all of the hoodlums, the gangs, they're all gonna very much. Be, it's not like the fucking, you know, like some sort of very much like honor ridden society here of of gang warfare. It's like yes. We will follow this law, even though we are literally shooting each other in the streets. The thing that's very much not legal. Let's just complete. <laughs> let's let's completely follow some arbitrary rule about not shooting each other between certain hours of the day. Mm, yes, a successful city, everyone. Chicago, what a what a what a grand place to be. Just <laughs> all right, guys. It's eight fifty. 850, it's eight fifty nine. And nine, all right, bang, 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 just a fucking shootout, just them fucking standing there for like ten minutes waiting for the fucking shootout to be able to begin. Ah, dude. Yes, it's, it, it, it's brilliant if you don't think about it, and you just, it, even if you think about it, it's still, even if you don't think about it, it still sounds utterly, utterly stupid. Well, for whatever reason, people, I guess, do not learn. So, apparently, uh, I, I need to give you some background, okay? I, I, need you, I need to give you some background to what exactly I'm talking about. So, if you, do not, if you do not remember, back in 2017, I know, we're taking a time machine back quite a long time, okay? We're talking pre-COVID, or we're talking so long ago that the economy was actually decent. Here's the deal. Here, here's the deal. So, Fire Festival. You might be asking, wait, what the fuck is Fire Fest? The main way I could point you to this is just uh, the Internet Historian video about it, because that's probably like the best one. Or you could watch the documentary on like Netflix. But realistically, if you don't have much time, I would just genuinely tell you to go watch Internet Historian's video on Fire Festival. Uh, of course, I'll probably just link it down below for you. But still. So, basically, the person behind it, Billy McFarland, has now basically announced that Firefest 2 is happening. He spent the last four years of prison for defrauding investors after the first one back in 2017, where they arrived and everything that was promised was all gone. None of the bands ever actually showed up. And, of course, you know, the. The tickets were, of course, all sold out. It was a sold-out event, except for the fact that the tickets that people were actually paying were actually too cheap even for what they were getting as, well, they ended up not ever actually making up enough money and due to a whole bunch of other stuff that an historian could basically tell you way better than I could, it it was a complete disaster. Well, now, now they're deciding... To uh, do it again, except that the exact location hasn't even been determined, and that already, that already all of the tickets that cost five hundred dollars for the event are already sold out. Yes, uh, that is there. There are already people signing up to fully go to uh, to Firefest Two. Where a whole bunch of celebrities, models, and everything were paid to go to. But didn't because of how much a disaster it would be. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know if you know this, but Kendall fucking Jenner was supposed to go to it. She was paid a quarter of a million dollars to promote Firefest to her to her followers on Instagram. Do you think she went? No. No, she didn't go. But she did put out a really great a really great ad for it. So yes, they're really gonna try this whole shit again. Uh, truly, I uh, I wish, I wish them, uh, I wish him luck. Truly, I I wish, wish uh, wish them luck. Truly, you know, maybe maybe second time it will be better. I doubt it. Maybe this time it won't. Maybe they'll actually have appropriate expectations, and not. Disastrous expectations, or you know, too high of standards. So, uh, yeah. Of course, getting to our second to last story of the day before I give you some good news to before you get on out of here for the rest of your evening and have a, you know, hopefully a better day after it. So, the uh, Canadian court has, of course, ruled a uh, against uh, Jordan. Uh, Dr. Jordan Peterson, in which he fully has to go undergo re-education training after uh, complete strangers took views, uh, took issues with his views being expressed online. Apparently, he was actually in good standing with uh, with them and has had no public complaint, any record of complaints. However, he had made a mistake of angering people online with his opinions that they didn't like, and so they decided that uh yeah no they definitely they uh, they definitely definitely did because of how terrible the freedom of speech is up in uh, Canada so now he has to go through full on uh reeducation for such a uh such a such a mistake oh so yes jo- Dr. Jordan B Peterson truly we're finding that the freedom of expression and that the freedom of the actual freedom of your speech has its limits in Canada. And uh, apparently it's basically if they don't like what you said, then uh, it's not what uh it's not what they want to hear. So yes. Hmm, yes. No more no more no more speech. You can you can get re educated instead to be a better a better person. Mm. Yes. Ah. Brilliant. Brilliant, some would say. Mmm. So glad. Canada. A, a hellhole for-, for all ages. Well, finally, to end on something actually great, you know, actually good and, of course, you know, it, 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 it's it's good news guys it's good news for once okay india has officially become the fourth country to officially land on the moon and the first one to land on the south pole of of the actual moon so they are the first ones to reach the south pole and they've successfully landed on the moon they are the they are the fourth country to actively make it to the moon and so they've fully actively and safely made it to the moon and landed and fully touched down. So they are now the fir- they are now the fourth country to do such a thing to actually successfully land something on the moon. Such a fantastic thing to see. Of course, the Indian people were celebrating such an accomplishment yesterday the other day. So truly, truly, it's good to see some actual great news. To see humans really being able to finally get up there and explore the stars and adding even another country to the mix. So congratulations to India, truly a fantastic, uh, fantastic accomplishment. I mean, you know, it, you know, seriously, it's, you know, it's a actual fantastic accomplishment and great work to the people of India for being able to do. That as well as being the first to land on the South Pole. So that is fantastic to see. So great work to them. And some at least good news to end off your Thursday. And of course, we'll be right back here tomorrow for even more, of course. Of course, I'll see you guys tomorrow. Truly, I mean, it. it my brain, no work, no good, no more. It's finally my weekend. So, of course, have a good Rest of your day, get some good sleep out there, enjoy your Friday, and I'll see you tomorrow, bring you all the news and that you need to know, and of course we'll talk all about the Trump stuff tomorrow once all of it gets through going through tonight. I'll see you later.